Everybody. Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And George. And Kurt. And we're back with another episode. Our... Guess what? It what? is our 100th episode and our second year anniversary. Anniversary. Everybody gotta sing it. Anniversary. Oh yeah. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Our anniversary. Britney Spears. Anniversary. Anniversary. Um, that's the white people version. Uh. Well, it's been a long time coming, and we are here. Episode one yeah. zero zero two year anniversary. How do y'all feel? Sexier <sighs> than ever. I feel like whoa. Mm. Whoa is me or what? <laughs> what about you, Gabby? Oh, I feel. That's a lot of episodes. 100 episodes? Think about that. That is a lot of episodes. Joy was for like 10. Don't hate on me. I was just for 90 of these episodes. And I missed like 10. But let's just be real. Like 75. I missed like 15% of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I really, I really enjoyed do, making the podcast with you guys. So this is what we're gonna do. Of course, we're gonna give you what you what you want some some good topics and some debating. But we wanted yeah. to start off this episode. Start off this episode talking about some of our fondest memories as of late. Um, we'll go back from just the beginning because we really didn't have a one year anniversary last time. Just in. In all, what were some of your favorite episodes? What are some of your favorite memories? Some of your favorite guests? Whoever want to go on, and we can we can get on with that. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, I'd like to start off by saying I I'm just really happy with the way Talk It Out Podcast has started. Honest to God, I we say this all the time, but Talk It Out Podcast started because we wanted to make things uh, complicated for ourselves and argue all the time <laughs> because that's what we like to do. Um, and one of my favorite things about the podcast is, is just really the beginning because whenever we were first recording, our recording quality was like kind of horrible. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to listen to uh, Black Lives Don't Matter, the first episode, um, you can tell the difference between that and like now. Another thing that I really like is how we used to record, where we would record at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, we literally would go to ki- we literally would go to Gabby's church, mm-hmm. and we would be in this hot church. The air would hardly work sometimes. Yep. Okay, we'd be burning up. It would be so hot, but. We still be in that hot church for like three hours recording like three episodes. At once. Right. At once. 
It was a process. It was a process. That's that's my favorite thing. I loved arguing with you guys in person. Over webcam yeah. is cool, but like I liked arguing in person. Here's the thing, we're gonna be able to do it more because KT's moving to Memphis. Everybody going to KT House Record. Yup. Yes. What about you, Joy? I actually am very nostalgic. I feels like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're this far. I didn't even know. Let me tell you guys something, podcast world, when the one-year anniversary passed, and they're like, oh, we've been doing this for a year. I'm like, no, we haven't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been like three months. And they're like, no, right, it's right, been right. a year. So two years to me, I feel like we've just begun, mm-hmm. which means we have much more to do, much much more and I like the way things are now I think when we started off me and Gabby knew each other and Mm -hmm. me and Katie did it and we were like I feel like we were butting heads a lot Mm -hmm. we were like (laughs) like well not only it was it was it was a rocky road but I feel like we're here (laughs) 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 I feel like we're here now and I am so thankful for like that we are where we are in our relationship now because now it's professional as well as personal. Mm-hmm. Before it was just more personal. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Come on now. Like, Julia, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know why I had such a vendetta against you. It wasn't even anything personal. Like you literally never did anything to me but be yourself. And like after after all of the things happened to me, like I got out of the hospital and things like that, I, I came back and I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I was literally being so mean to Joy for what reason? No granted, idea. granted. There were times where you were pretty mean <laughs> to me too, but yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget the time we almost all broke it. We almost all broke it up. Yeah, yeah. Up. That's what we're gonna talk about in our three-year anniversary when we're finally <laughs> on a talk on a live talk show host. Like, yes, y'all hit us yes. up on Twitter. Of uh, oh god, I ain't, I ain't did nothing. Social media: Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Twitter.com slash Talk It Out underscore Pod. Oh, we've had a lot of amazing guests this year, actually. Um, the wonderful Wendy C. Thomas was on the show. Uh, Seren mm. Sensei, who's just blowing up like big time, mm. even mm. bigger time now. She was on the show. We had the beautiful and wonderful, smart Tammy Sawyer on the show. We had uh Michael Hansen, who talked about Somebody's sexual crushing. abuse on the show. We had Danielle on the show. This has been a re- was it last year? But it's it's been a year since that. This has been a really, really big year as far as getting a lot of guests and hosts. And that was something, that was like a personal goal for me. Like, I really wanted us to get, like, perfect. Oh, we had um, Dr. Stacey Patton. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of wonderful guests. And, and I'm just glad that they have given us the time of day to come and talk to us and, and, and have a good conversation with us. And as well as just the wonderful host that's podcaster that's been on the show black paco was on the show that was a big episode him and bo <laughs> um flowers on the show danny was on the show uh vj um just everybody thank you so much for if you come on the show Takenya was on to black um 
Kilo, our friend Kilo was on the show a couple times. Um, I've just really enjoyed Debbie London, who was recently here. I've really enjoyed just being able to talk to to like-minded people and just have good conversations because that's all we wanted to do, just start conversations, get folks to talk about issues that they might not even be thinking about. So I'm just so grateful that we are at our second year anniversary because lots of times I wanted to quit. But we are here in this episode one zero zero. Yeah, so it's not that far yet. <laughs> Thank you to our listeners. Even if you ain't, if you ain't gave us a penny, if you just listen to the episode and comment and whatever. Thank you so much because. We know you enjoy it. And thank you to people who be commenting all on SoundCloud. I got to get y'all names. I'm going to get it at the end of the show. But we appreciate y'all. We appreciate you for commenting and interacting. We love your comments. All right. That's enough of the lovey dovey stuff. We're getting back into the, the knit and the grit. The first thing we're going to talk about. It's kind of far removed, but we didn't have a chance to talk about it um, last week. Um, so last week, Demi Lovato was uh, rushed to the hospital because she had a, a heroin overdose, right? And I started seeing a conversation that I thought was interesting um, on Twitter, which was saying, and I want to hear your opinion on it, Joy and KT, because I have my opinion, <laughs> that said that um, everybody's here for Demi Lovato, but where were all these people when uh, Whitney Houston was struggling? When you had people like uh, Michael Jackson that were struggling with addiction and they were being made fun of for their addictions. Yeah. And um, I mean, other black art, like um, other black artists, you know, when when it came out that they were struggling with addiction, where was the sympathy then? And so they're they're putting it as a racial issue because the girl is white passing she's latina but she's white passing and she's pretty then there is more sympathy for her i do think people sometimes treat um different ethnic groups differently when it comes to drugs um, especially right now with the um, opium, quote unquote, opium addiction, drugs are drugs. Where were, where was the um, concern when brown people, when black and brown people were being uh, killed? There were there was a war on drugs, mm-hmm. but now it's a uh, opium addiction, and they need help, and all of this, and maybe it's generational times. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that that's it, but. If that is the case, then why are then every black and brown person that is in jail for drugs, they need to be into a rehabilitation center mm-hmm. instead of doing time. If that is the case and it wasn't just about getting brown people off the street. So me personally, as far as the world of everyday average Joe people, I think, yeah, it's a difference in how people are being treated. But as far as celebrities go, and the difference between Michael Jackson and Winnie Houston and Demi Lovato. I love Michael and Whitney. I love their music. You know, I haven't connected to them emotionally like I have with Demi Lovato. You know, she was bullied. I was bullied. It was, it was you know, I have a lot more in common. But I'm not sure if they were as honest as she was. 
hmm. about their addiction. Okay. You know what I mean? Were they? I'm not quite sure. Like, I literally don't know if they came out front and said, hey, I'm bipolar. I have a drug problem. I'm seeking help. And right now, that's all I can say. That's all, that's all does, I know. Does it make a say. difference? I, I think it does, because when a person that is supposed to be an icon hides who they are, they are taking away the opportunity to help someone by Demi Lovato saying, hey, this is who I am. I am a bipolar, alcoholic, drug addicted person. And I know this is wrong and I'm trying to get my help for it. She's letting people who think of her as an icon say, hey, she's just like you. And even though she can sing and she's making millions, there are still problems going on in her life. You are not alone. Like it's not an average Joe problem. It's an iconic problem. I want to say I want to say I think uh, everyone's concern for Demi is another case of Anthony Bordeaux. I think this is another case of Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. I think this is another case of Kate, um, the woman Kate Spade. Like I, I, I think this is a that when people are looking at celebrities who have drug addictions and uh, people who are suffering, it gives them inspiration yes but at the same time it's so unreachable and you should be looking at the people in your life i feel like to give you inspiration there are literally people that you know right now i know for a fact that you know right now in your family at your house maybe even your next door neighbor that you look and see sometimes that literally are suffering through the same thing and what are you doing? You're just judging them. You're literally just judging them. But as soon as a celebrity comes out, now all of a sudden, oh, oh, they're an inspiration. We got to save all these people and we got to do all this and do all that. Everybody in their family got at least one drug addiction, dick, one alcoholic, one bipolar person, one something, one this, one that. But y'all not, y'all not worried about none of the people in your family. You worried about all these celebrities that should give you inspiration and things like that. Why don't you talk to people in your family? Talk to people in your life who are going through these same struggles and going through that and stop obsessing about celebrities that are having these problems when the people in your life can't even get you to ask them how their day is going. That's just how I feel. Mm. <laughs> you dropped the mic on that well, one. Didn't answer she one really question. did. That's honestly how I feel about it because like me as a bipolar person, as someone who's depressed, as someone who like struggles sometimes with like living day to day, seeing, seeing hashtag Demi, whatever it is, hashtag whatever celebrity it is this week. Like, you guys are so fake. You're so fake. Mm -hmm. it, it's literally just so fake to me. Because here I am living, try, trying to live my whole life and um, just be alive sometimes. And, and here are your family that are just trying to be alive. Like, I think a lot of people forget the reason why people turn to drugs and alcohol. More than likely, it's because of some kind of trauma. Mm -hmm. um, even people in your family who smoke weed every day, smoke 10 weeds every day. 10 like, weeds. <laughs> <laughs> those folks also are trying to get away from some kind of trauma. Um, not to say that weed is a drug that is leads to cocaine or anything like that, but I'm just saying like, you, you, you take drugs, whether it's medication, whether it's 
um, weeds, two weeds, three weeds a day. <laughs> like you, you do that purposely to try and get away from something that is happening in your brain. So um, for, for others to judge you based on like what drug of choice you're having, your, your neighbor, your, your uncle, your brother, your, your freaking dad, um, you gotta, you guys gotta stop being so fake about it and caring about social media stuff, but not caring about your own family. I think personally, it's a generational thing. And I'll say it this because of this. Like, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, when they were in their prime and people were making fun of them, like, we were, like, in elementary school. Like, we weren't even, like, that was our parents now. And I think just from being millennials and being, um, being uh, exposed to different things, more things now, and getting education and learning more about different drugs and addictions and stuff like that, I feel like our generation is more sympathetic to the plight of mental illness and substance abuse and, and alcoholism and everything. I just think, I just, I think that's just the way we are. Like, I don't see too many people like I may see like Chris Brown. Somebody might say he needs to stop smoking crack because of the way he look or something like that. Like I might that's see that. Too, yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying I might see that. But as far as just everybody else, it's not really like a ha ha ha. They on crack. Ha ha ha. I don't. I don't see that really. It's it's either like a celebratory, like it's no not a judging thing, like hey cocaine or whatever, or it's like uh all if they're dealing with addiction, um they need time and I see people being more sympathetic, either being sympathetic to the addiction or just being more um open to drug use in general. Maybe maybe that's what it is. We just more open to drug use, and then because of that, we are also more sympathetic to drug addiction because it can happen. And we're really I don't know. I just think we're millennials are better. We're just better. So I think that might be what it is. Granted, I don't know too many. Demi Lovato, I I really don't hear that much about uh these artists and stuff. You know they're doing drugs, but you don't really hear about them doing drugs except for like the rappers doing like Lean and and Xanax. And how come no one is saying anything about these rappers that do drink Lean and mix it with Xanax and things? I'll like tell that. you why. I'll the tell you why. The only time that I ever heard anything about it was whenever that the white uh artist died at what was his name little xan or something like that and they were like oh oh they need to stop doing xanax they need to stop doing xanax and blah 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 blah. but no one is helping everybody else who keeps talking about how they literally take 10 xanax a day and also live off a lean like who no one is saying anything about that it's like let's go back to whitney a lot of those jokes were told by black people Okay. Let me tell you why. I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like what you said, because even with Demi Lovato, me and my age group, we feel for it. We understand it. Hollywood, they say they have to show that they understand it. Mm -hmm. But my mom, she doesn't get it. It's all another. My mom doesn't know Demi Lovato is uh, Hispanic or Mm -hmm. Latino. 
she thinks she's another white girl. And she said, and I have heard, um, not my mom, she didn't say this, but I've heard other older people when they're talking about, oh, you heard about that white girl who ended up in uh, rehab just uh, just all of them. That's another Amy Winehouse. You know, you know, I've heard mm. they they talk about her, and they talk, they don't even know who they're talking about. They just call her their white girl. Mm. And I say, oh, you mean Demi Lovato? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. And then I was like, oh, well, you do know she's like bipolar. You do know she has like depression and all of this. And then all I can say is, like, my family has literally told me. They don't believe in depression. That's really generational thing. Because I was talking to one of my friends, my coworker. She's 39. And she was like, yeah, depression, I don't know if it's real. Because you can just, if you're depressed, then just get yourself out of it. Like, what? (laughs) Some people don't understand. Yeah, that's what they think. And this, this will bring me to the next deal. Okay. This next question of, is a drug addiction a choice because i think these these things are kind of intertwined like the older generation would be the generation to tell you that depression ain't real and they'll be the same one to say that a drug addiction is a choice but i did see this girl who just thought she was just so profound sharing stuff that said she was she's my age um drug addiction is a choice when that heroin addict put the the needle in their arm, they made a choice, and then they became addicted. And so if they really wanted to stop, they could stop. And so I'm well, like, I don't know about that. What, <laughs> what, what, what do you guys think? Is drug addiction a choice? I mean, choosing a drug, saying, I'm going to try this drug. Obviously, that is a choice. So this is what I think. This is honest to God what I think. And uh, me and my friend Alex were talking about this the other day. Um, But basically, like I was saying earlier, whenever you get, whenever you get high, whether it's from heroin, whether it's from marijuana, a lot of times, a lot of people are are trying to help themselves feel better Mm -hmm. in some way. Um, Even if if it's two weeds, like weed can still calm your nerves. Weed can make you you feel better like it's healthy like literally people have done tests on it that says it helps um i think that prescribed medication if if we think that prescribed medication is going to help people we have to to take into fact how expensive medication is for a 30-month supply we need to take into the fact like even if you do get that medication, you're also going to need health insurance um, so that it's not $100 a month. Uh, even then, even if you do have health insurance, it still may be $100 a month. So I think people resort to street drugs, whether it's weed, whether it's heroin, whether it's cocaine, whether it's whatever, because ultimately it's cheaper. It's going to mm-hmm. be cheaper in the long run. Would you rather spend a hundred dollars on um on one medication each month on top of your three hundred dollar monthly premium for your health insurance, 
Or would you rather spend $30 every two weeks to smoke weed? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's so much cheaper and, and people don't even think of that. You wonder why like there's so many people out here that are on drugs because it's so much cheaper to be on those type of drugs as opposed to doing it the, the quote unquote healthy way. Not to say that, you know, all medications are healthy and they're all going to help you. But I mean, that's that's truly how I feel about the, the medication. I think really what this what this is about is when they say it's a choice. Like, think about it. Like, these people, like, if they're in the path of addiction, they are, it takes a lot to get out of that. So, these people are coming from a place of hate to say what? Like, what is the purpose of people saying that? Like, I don't care because that was a choice. So, I'm not going to. Like, does it really, is it just to feel better about themselves? Let me tell you, I know the addiction and I know it. And I have said that before. Didn't mean it, but I said it. So, you know, we got to get a little feminism on you. We know we got to get a little, a little, a little, some, some, a little controversy. <laughs> um, there was a tweet I posted on Instagram. Uh, some people uh, did not like it. I was not surprised at who didn't like it. Um, but I'm just going to read it for you and I will, you can go to my Instagram, Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast and read it for yourself. All right, I think I have it up here. Let's see. Yes. It's a tweet by at uh, Rod- Roderick's Truth. It says, black men and black women are in a back and forth holding pattern of, quote, who started hating who first. The evidence presented by black women is centuries of violence, abuse, sexual assaults, betrayal, abandonment, and murder at the hands of black men. The evidence presented by black men is, checks notes, some tweets saying niggas ain't S-H-I-T, and three songs from Lemonade. Now, um, what do you think? Do you think that that is true, Joy? Do you think that um, men and their, like, they're just getting their feelings hurt? Like, do you think, or do you think it's an equal playing field like it's an equal debate like men are getting treated just as bad black men by black women as black women are getting treated by black men what do you think i actually i look um i just want i don't even know what to say you go kt can you repeat the question, please? Okay, oh, so you really can't talk about it because it's about black people. So I guess I'll answer. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, like duh, we talk about this all the time. But and I want I want to go and address some some comments that were in our Instagram. I didn't respond to them on Instagram because I wanted to respond to it in full, like so everybody could hear it, like on the podcast. So this is what this is what the guy said. Shade. Um, from the Poor People's Podcast. I'm 36 and I've been hearing man ain't ish ever since I can remember from the neighborhood to pop culture. So this tweet, albeit cute, is inaccurate. And yes, men have been responsible for almost all atrocities, but it's not inherently a male trait. Any gendered place in a power gets corrupted power. 
gets corrupted. Power corrupts. I think same situation women would do the same to men. Biggest problem I can see, we spend all day placing blame and not enough how to fix it. Um, You can tell that was written by a man. Yes. Um, so... And then Kilo Manson said, centuries, people don't know much about history. Like, before slavery, black women were never mistreated by black men, ever. <laughs> the only reason that sexism came into the world was by the white man. Imagine it. There was no patriarchy in the world. In Africa, until the Africans came to America. Come on now. Okay, now let me I know somebody gonna comment on this and be like, oh, well, actually, and their little finger will come up. Like, I know someone. <laughs> okay, the someone Poor People's said. Podcast. Let me, let me address this one real quick. Okay. So, first of all, you're saying, okay, that little small thing. Okay, you've heard people say, uh, niggas ain't whatever. Okay, okay, you, they said it. It, it ain't just start today. We know that. We know that. Okay. But then he's saying, well, what you're saying is true. But if women were in the same situation, they'd do it too. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> that means that we have a right to be upset. So what he did unintentionally so was say that anybody in a position of power is going to eventually corrupt. So why are you mad? Mm. That's what he said. Yeah. But the correct. But if that is the case, if they are corrupt, why wouldn't be we be mad? Exactly. If we were not have a right. Why wouldn't you be mad? So. Yes, it's right. Yes, it's um. Yes, women have said this. Women have done this to men. Men have done things to women. But is it a evil play? A a level playing field? No, I don't think it is. uh, As far as what has happened. Uh, women, what women's violence against, I mean, men's violence against women far outreaches anything that, I, you know, especially in the black community, mm-hmm. it's horrible. But yeah. as far as the feelings, now I can't say that men, men feelings don't uh, equal to women. I can't, you know, I don't, I can't measure mm-hmm. emotion. What I can say is that I, I, I do understand why he would say that. And I say that because when you grow up in a mostly women household and you're the guy or you're the, and you're the, you're the baby now, they love you, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're a little, a little bee baby, but you're male, right? Mm-hmm. And you're two and three and you're hearing, oh, all these men, your daddy ain't this, your blah, blah, blah. And you're hearing all this negative uh, against the black man it makes you stop and think when you get older and you realize you are a black man you're what your mother was talking about so already you might have some type of animosity or animosity towards the woman who was talking about you before you knew who you were mm, and i can okay. understand that okay. i can understand that so that then it comes to the women and we say well this is why i was saying it because he left me he raped me he did this Okay, yes, you have a right to be mad, but we also have a a right to a better a better uh, generation of men, and that's not going to happen if women constantly put down uh, 
men in front of kids. Now you can say what you want in girl talk. But this is interesting. Let me let me let me bring this up. You're absolutely right. I I definitely agree with that. And oh, Gabby agrees. But here's my thing. Everybody's like they always use the trope of, yeah, the the baby mama always talking bad about the daddy. Stop talking bad about uh the baby daddy to the kids or whatever. Stop talking bad about men to your children. Absolutely. Don't 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 put don't be cuz kids are impressionable. They're very impressionable. They don't understand nuance. They don't understand structural patriarchy. So, you know, put in certain, you can't just say everything around kids. Okay, I understand that. But then I want to ask this. But why is it also, like, it's not okay, but you don't really hear people saying, stop playing that rap music that calls women B's and H's every other word. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But but if if we were to say that, they'll say that's being too extreme. Let me tell you why it's not. Ooh, that's ooh. Let me tell you why it's not. And the only reason why I'm so passionate about this subject is because I've seen it, you guys. I've seen it. My family could be on a reality show. We just that dang gone uh, conflicted. So there was a uh, there was I've seen a boy call his grandmother a B. No. Yes. Now this grandmother has done everything for him, been the been, been the mama that he ain't had now. And he had the nerve to say to talk to her to talk to her rude. And you know, when the elderly lady hits you, you know, the look with her shaky fist, her arthritis <laughs> do shaky fist, you had the nerve as a way to discipline you quote-unquote, because you were being rude, have the nerve to say, oh, that ain't hurt. And have the nerve to say, uh, be at the end? Mm. Where did he learn that? Where did he learn that it was okay at 16 to call a woman out of her name like that? Not just any woman, but a woman who's taking care of you. Right. Where did he learn that from the from the videos, from people around him, from the men around him saying, oh, no, nah, this this my that's my girl. You know, they don't say that's my girl or, you know, this is my girlfriend. Oh, hello. Let me introduce you to something to my uh to bay. I'll take a bay, a boo, anything. But this is my B. OK. Mm-hmm. So if that's her name. It doesn't matter the infliction. It doesn't matter the tone that you use because that's your name. Now, I do want to talk about this. This will be our next episode. Let us know if you want to talk about this because I think there is, I was telling KT, there is one instance of female privilege. If if they say, give me one example of female privilege, especially in the black community, I got it. What is it? They got to find out on the next episode. And you'll have to. It has something to do with black mamas. They have a, a female privilege that men do not have. Yeah, they do. I know what you're coming from. I okay. get it. I got it. So we I will talk it. about that in our next episode. So, okay, I really want to shout out Toya and PLP Podcast because I swear they comment on almost every single one of our episodes. And y'all need- I enjoy that comment. And um, uh, conversations kind of like there's some people like Toya. She faithfully comments on the po- on the podcast on SoundCloud. Shout out to you, Toya. We love you. Um, 
Yeah, so if you want to come on the show, we don't mind having uh, our listeners out here on the show. Uh, thank or you so much. Or at People's Podcast. We would love to have y'all, and we can talk about this issue more. Yeah, uh, if you want us on the podcast, uh, we're friendly. Uh, our schedules are all crazy, but it's going to ta- it's gonna take us months to schedule something. But we'll come on the show, and we'll have a great <laughs> time. And, uh, you know, we just bring laughs, and we don't, everything don't have to be serious with us. You know, you ain't got to, because we there, you ain't got to talk about doom and gloom the whole time, but... Um, yes, just whatever you want to no, talk about, I... we all good for it. Um, there was something else that I wanted to say, but I'm going to end it on a happy note. Um, I just want to talk to my my friends here. I want to talk to uh, Joy and KT and tell you guys how much I really enjoyed it, despite all the drama and all the behind the scenes stuff. I really enjoy being on the podcast with you guys every week. And um, I'm just proud of what we have been able to build and what we are building at the moment. And I just really hope that we can continue this for a very, very long time. And eventually, right, eventually make this a career or just take it globally and, and, and change a lot of folks' lives and get folks talking. Um, no, and, I, and me, I thank you guys. For, I love y'all. Let me wait. Let me, let me do my piece now. Let me do my piece. Okay, well, I just want to say that I love you both very, very much. Thank you for being an amazing co-host, and thank you for never cutting me off, and uh, thank you for... Passive aggressiveness. No, I I was saying, like, not cutting me outside of the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm glad that you you kept... Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. No. Um, <laughs> thanks for keeping me on the show. Thanks for allowing me to do all the artwork for the show. The artwork has made my, like my, uh, aesthetically pleasing way of creating art just been wonderful. It's been such a growth for me and, and my way through artwork and stuff. So I appreciate you guys allowing me to do it, even though it's hard work sometimes. Um, yeah, hard. also, I just want to say, um, Throughout the episodes, if I ever hurt anyone's feelings, then I, I just want to say thank you for continuing to be my friend, even if I did hurt your feelings. <laughs> okay. Um, and I and I apologize for anything that I did previously. Oh, yeah, that's it. There you go. Oh, the love. I guess I got to say something, too, so I'm not left out. I'll keep it short and simple. I love y'all. I like this uh, growth that we have. Mm-hmm. And anything that's ever happened, KT, between you and me, between me and Gabby, it's all forgotten. It's always water under the bridge once I'm done being mad. Because, like, <laughs> like well, once I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have the energy to carry it. It's, like, yeah. enough. Good, good. But, uh, podcast world, thank you so much. If you really love me, go to my Twitter. <laughs> I need more followers. It's at joy underscore just her okay please go oh and if you would like for us to talk about another episode of our favorite television shows and theories please comment because you know i would love to do that i'm such a 90s girl that would just make me so happy you might need to make a blog joy if if you don't get your own podcast if you don't get your own it's gonna be all television shows. <laughs> that will be your. Actually, that will be your your well. ma- your passion. Yeah. Actually, podcast where I'll be uh, telling you guys pretty soon 
about a side adventure that I'm doing like without the little Gabby and Katie. Okay. Um, it'll be um on what we think matters in America. Okay. So uh, hopefully you guys tune in when I get that all settled out and get those T's crossed and I've got it. I know I said it backwards, but just roll with me. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out. All right, and I just want to make an announcement. Joy and I are going to, to school very soon. Uh, so y'all keep us in your prayers, and we finna be even more broke, and we're hypocrites, but it's true. And KT's moving to Memphis. We just got a whole bunch of changes going on. And so that, I hope you've been bearing with us. We ain't really been posting on social media. Obviously, we ain't posting the episode. Like, we just got a lot of big changes coming on. But we think it's still going to be for the good of the podcast. The podcast is still going strong as long as I'm here and everybody else is here. So, yep, I think that's pretty much it. Hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast, twitter.com slash talkitout underscore pod. Um, yeah, this has been your girl, Gabby. And KT. Joy. She's gone. All right, this has been Talking Up Podcast. I'm tired. Bye. Me too. Bye.